Battleground debuted on Hulu in 2012, one of the very first original scripted programs developed by and for a streaming service. Though it only lasted one season, the politically charged workplace mockumentary helped redefine what we consider and consume as television. Now, 10 years later, the cast, crew, and creators of Battleground invite you to listen in and watch along as we take a look back at our trailblazing show and answer the question. Did you win? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Did You Win? A Battleground Retrospective. My name is Jordan T. Maxwell. I play the part of Jordan Tiberius Mosley uh, in the show. And uh, with me today are uh, two of uh, my, my very dear friends and uh, some of my favorite people uh, who I got to work with on this show. And uh, I will pass it over to them to uh, introduce themselves. Hi, uh, my name is Elizabeth Triplett, and I was a writer on Battleground as well as a co-producer, and I also played a small part later on in the series, a couple episodes, as Gretchen Cowler, uh, and I'm super excited to be here with you, Jordan. I'm super excited to have you. You All, all, the, all the many, many hats that you wore for the show, now you get to wear podcast <laughs> guests as well. And Lindsay. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, I'm Lindsay Payne. I played Lindsay. Uh oh, I think her was it Cutter. Lindsay Cutter. I, I think, think that's it was. Right. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lindsay Cutter on Battleground. Um, and I'm so happy to see your face, Jordan. Aww. I love it. <laughs> no, uh, no red velvet cake getting shoved into my face this time. Not today. Not I don't today. know. Let's wait. Till let's we get let's to wait. Black. Um, <laughs> that's that's a later episode. If you're if you're watching, I don't know why you would watch. Uh, the series uh, for the first time along with this podcast. But if you are, thank you so much. Uh, if that's <laughs> how you have chosen to experience Battleground for the very first time. Uh, you're an innovator. You're it. a provocateur. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, and for those of you who've watched the show before, you will understand the Red Velvet Cake reference. Uh, you may not understand the reference to it getting in my face. Uh, <laughs> last week we did talk a little bit about, uh, the, the blooper reel, which is, uh, you can find on oh YouTube boy. and that made it in there, um, the, uh, of Lindsay shoving a cupcake into my eye, which is. Wait, can you find that mm-hmm. on YouTube? That's public property. People can find JD that? put it up on oh, his page no. a couple of years ago and I watch <laughs> it very frequently because it is very funny. <laughs> and and I will not lie, I do cry at the end every time uh, when it gets to uh, the not the very end uh, where uh, where Hagai comes out as uh, as John Hammond, um, <laughs> but uh, the, the the bits just before that as it's wrapping up. Um, but uh, yeah, that's but that we watched that at the end. That was our rap party gift, and I want to go back to the beginning and talk a little bit about uh, how. We all got involved uh, in this project. Um, so uh, Elizabeth, uh, having worn so many hats, and y'all can't see this, but Elizabeth is actually wearing a hat right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a literal hat. She is wearing right. a literal hat. So uh, um, as as the wearer of many hats, uh, how did you uh, first get involved uh, with Battleground? Well, I think actually the three of us probably have a similar uh, story you know, because we all three were members of J.D. Walsh's Improv Theater Company. Mm -hmm. So we knew J.D. through doing improv in L.A. together. Uh, And I remember, you know, back in 2009 was when I first heard of Battleground because J.D. had written the pilot and had decided to self-fund filming the pilot. Um, And so he held auditions to to fill the roles. And I think that he had written certain parts with people in mind, including you, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> and you played Jordan in the pilot. But Lindsay and I actually both auditioned to be the part of Lindsay. But at that point, her name was Tasha. Do you remember I that, Lindsay? I know that. Yeah, no, I you don't and I, remember who else. Yeah, so that original, so not for Hulu, but when J.D. originally, yeah. he, you know, he had the pilot written for, and this was in 2009, and, and Lindsay and I, and I'm probably other people too, both auditioned for the part of Tasha. Uh, oh, I forgot. That which that eventually was her name. became Lindsay. The character's name. Once Lindsay actually had the role, was cast in the role, 
uh, JD switched the name. He did that for a few characters once yeah. once we knew the the cast was established. Once Hulu picked it up and we were casting for Hulu, uh, some of the names changed to be the actual names of the the actors who were cast. Uh, and yeah, so that was my very first. I auditioned, but I didn't get it. <laughs> Lindsay got it. <laughs> I don't remember. I did not realize. That. I didn't know that either. Oh, wow, this is this is yeah. breaking but then you were news. my boss. You- it's okay, because you did one up. I mean, you were my boss when we did the show, technically, <laughs> right. as a producer. So, <laughs> so anyway, so you guys, both of you were in the origin, that original pilot yes, that JD pilot, yeah. had made, the spec pilot. Um, and yeah, so that was my, my very first connection to it. And then, you know, so JD filmed that and, you know, it, from everything I heard, it was fun and everything. And, and then it sort of wasn't on my radar for a couple of years when JD and you know, but behind the scenes, JD was pitching it, and then there was some interest from Hulu, and then JD had um, approached me. In the meantime, actually, Lindsay, JD, and our friend Ashley had all written a pilot together, a different pilot mm-hmm. called um, Nanny Club. Nanny Club? Is it called Nanny the Club? Nanny, nanny Club, something like the that. Nanny so the, Diaries. Nanny, nanny Club. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and about that nannies. was actually so. That was actually the first time that JD and I. Uh, collaborated on writing a project together. And Lindsay was also involved with that, as was our other friend, uh, Ashley. And uh, that was the first time that I was like, oh, writing, okay. And I remember actually feeling like, oh, I was pretty good at this. Like, I ended up coming up with some storylines that we went with for this. Anyways, after that experience, which was good, uh, when JD realized that this, his original pilot, Battleground, there was interest at Hulu, he asked me if I would kind of come help him um, flush out the rest of the season. He wanted to flush out the rest of the season mm-hmm. so that, you know, and this, it was not a go yet at Hulu, you know, he right. didn't know it was going to happen. Um, and so, and at the time I was working as an admin assistant <laughs> and on the weekends I would get together with JD in my apartment and uh, with my husband, Justin Abarca, who also, well, he wasn't at my husband at the time, uh, but he's my boyfriend at the time and our uh, good friend, Scott Cushman who's also a writer in the first season, we would all get together and we would pitch story ideas. And eventually, when it seemed like it was going well with Hulu, I quit my job and we started writing full time. And But it still was not a guarantee. And I remember JD saying to me kind of like, listen, um, if this goes, you'll make some money from Hulu. If it doesn't go, yeah, you will have quit your job, but I'll try to give you some money. <laughs> He's just going to pay me some of his own money. <laughs> And I was like, but I really believed in the project and I loved it and I had so much fun. And also Lindsay was early on in those meetings with us too. Eventually, I think you, you stopped, I think because we knew you would be right. Auditioning. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that I would uh, try to audition from the get go. JD was like, oh, it's a long shot, Lindsay. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, well, okay. But, uh, but uh, yeah, at some point I stopped and I don't even know if I was getting paid. We should. We should bring that up with JD. I don't think I was. <laughs> Probably not. I was not. I was never paid a, a cent. Uh, I spent mm-hmm. over a year of my life working on this show. I was never paid a cent until it was all over, several months after it was all over. Oh, wow. Well, good Good thing it happened. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. thing it happened. It, and I was able to do that, fortunately, because I was working... I had was working commercially, like as an actress, quite a bit, and I had some spots in the air. So I had money coming in, so I was not desperate for money, and I was able to sort of devote myself to working on this project knowing that it may not pan out in the end yeah but then of course it did and it was it was fantastic so that's how i came so i helped jd you know flush out the storylines for the rest of the season and then um once we were definitely a go it was negotiated to where i would be uh, made a co-producer so that i'd actually be on set with you guys too Mm -hmm. and be helping out on set so i went from being a writer to co-producer Actually, associate producer, and then I got promoted to co to co producer. Moving during, on up. Excuse me during the course of shooting. Yeah. Um, and as far as the uh, uh, the writing process, you talked a little bit about uh, fleshing out uh, some of the story. But um, mm-hmm. what was the what was the, like the writers' room beyond that? Once you actually once it went to series and you're working on scripts, did like JD just kind of take the story and? do that himself that he kind of like the because every episode that isn't written by jd is credited as being written by jd and one of you so was it just like breaking the story together and then he'd write it or did you write it together or he kind of handed the actual scripting off to one of you how did that work so we um we basically storyboarded the entire 
first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think had, if, I think if not all of them, almost all of the episodes written, uh, before we even really started getting into notes and stuff with Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, so to start, we, the writers, Scott Cushman, Justin Abarca, myself and JD, we all sat down and we just pitch story ideas, like what should happen through, through the whole course. Like, and we, we had it on different color coded, um, little cards, index cards. Index cards oh, wow. And they were color coded by, okay, is this a part of the story arc that has to do with the, uh, campaign? Mm-hmm. Like what's actually happening with the campaign? Is this a part of the story arc that has to do with the interpersonal relationships? So the relationship between Lindsay and Ben and the relationship between KJ and uh, Cole and Tack. And then the third one, Jordan, was our, this is our comedy <laughs> arc. So the, this is the arc. That's just purely for laughs. And it was almost entirely just Jordan storylines. <laughs> <laughs> so they were all, we had the three different color codes. And and so it started with just pitching a lot of ideas and then um, just fleshing them out and talking about it. And then once we kind of had like the idea of how we wanted everything to go, JD assigned episodes. So JD, I mean, he'd already written the pilot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did some tweaks on it, of course. Uh, he wrote the first two by himself. He assigned me the third and I think Justin the fourth and Scott the fifth. So we all took a stab at with like an outline of like, okay, well, these are the uh, the plot points that we've discussed over the course of it. This is the one that goes in this episode. These are the ones that go in this episode. And so then we wrote the episode. So I wrote episode three and then turned it into JD who then went through and did edits and, you know, and made it even better. So JD was a writer on every single episode, but the ones where we're co-credited as uh, writers are the ones that, yeah, we initially put that story down on paper first. But we all contributed to the ideas of the season. Right, right, right. Yeah, everybody was uh, pitching. Okay. I was yeah. always curious about that just because I, I don't think I'd ever talked to any of you about, you know, uh, the, the, the actual process uh, mm-hmm. of, the, of the writing because I love the script so much. And then I'd, you know, be sitting there and like, it's like, well, and it's always that thing in my head of like, you know, did, it's like, who wrote this line? Because this line is so, <laughs> you know, great. And like, who, who do I have to revere? And then, you know, you... And you talk to writers about it and uh, anytime, you know, on other projects too, you know, it'll always be, it's like, oh, I don't remember. Someone pitched it in the room. Uh, that might've been me. I don't know. It's like, everyone's very um, yeah. gracious about sharing the credit, um, which, uh, which I always appreciate. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's also been 10 years, so it's hard to sure. remember exactly <laughs> who's responsible for what. Like I was looking back, I, I went back and found my original um, script that I wrote for this episode. So like the one that I'd given, gave oh, to wow. JD because I was curious and it was funny cause it still has, it's calling, it still says Tasha and not Lindsay <laughs> in the script. And, um, you know, and there's, it, there's some changes from it, but it's interesting to see like what I wrote and what it ended up being and some of those changes and some of the dialogue is the same and some of it is, uh, is different. JD is my personal, JD is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and but my favorite thing about him as a writer is his dialogue, the way he writes mm-hmm. dialogue. Um, it's just really funny and real. And so I, he definitely went in and I think gave in all the scripts uh, the personality of each character, you know, the, their individual voices. A lot of that was JD because he was just so clear with these characters in his head, you know, especially Tack, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm hmm. But I do think I was thinking about it, and I don't want to say 100%, but I'm going to toot my horn a little bit. I think in this episode, um, the Ben going to Chicago paper storyline, I think I just came up that with that in my draft. I think that was a, was not actually on the board. I just wrote that, and then it ended up being – JD made it better. But I think – I don't want to 100% claim it because maybe somebody would be like, no, Elizabeth, that was up on the board. But I think that was mine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll claim it for now, and someone like yeah. uh, we'll 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 interrogate it. Uh, I'm sure uh, someone will come along and uh, and correct it if that is <laughs> in fact correct. Uh, and uh, uh, Tasha, I'm sorry, Lindsay. Um, uh, <laughs> how did you? I know uh, kind of the story uh, parallels a bit, um, but mm-hmm. um, you know, you you and I, like uh, like Elizabeth was saying, we all started out at Ultimate Improv. I was trying to remember if we were in the same class together, if like if we started at the theater at the same time. I know we started in the same troupe together, but like oh, I couldn't remember if we were God. in the same class before that. And I didn't know if you I don't remember. I think 
I don't even remember the classes. I just remember once I got uh, Gian was my coach for a while. Oh, Gian was the best. Um, Such a Gian. Um, yes, but no, I, I don't know if we were in the same class, but we definitely started around the same time. Mm-hmm. It was two thousand eight. Is that when you started? Uh, yeah, it was about that because I'd only been yeah because I'd been out in LA for about a year at that point when when I went and uh, auditioned for the class. Which right. then let me audition for the true, which then let me <laughs> <laughs> right, let me perform exactly. with I, wonderful people. Yeah, I often go back to that moment in my life because it was such a turning point for me. I it was an actor's access. You know how they would send you cast. What what were break? Not was it breakdowns? It was that, yeah. It was or, a casting call or yeah? Because well, it wasn't a breakdown. Because whatever. It wasn't you, but yeah, you auditioned to take the class and kind I, of it was. Well, I'd get an email. I'd get an email with something that I was like right for. Yeah. And I remember clicking on it, and Ashley who is one of my best friends in the whole world and Elizabeth's best friend um, had posted this thing for ultimate improv because she was helping JD. And if I just hadn't ever clicked to submit myself, I would have never found like the two best friends of my life and the show. It just sort of steamrolled the next (laughs) 10 plus years of my life. That was amazing. Anyway, so I always go back to that and think how crazy that that one little Computer click led to all of this. Same here, yeah, uh, and same thing, yeah. Uh, Actors Access. I saw. I got the same call. I'd been doing improv in Austin before I moved out to LA, but hadn't really done much uh, since I'd moved, except you know when I came home and would do like a guest spot here. Yeah. But like, uh, and I, I like I missed it, but I was like, oh, I don't want to like you know get lost in the shuffle with like IO or Groundlings or like the big theaters. And then I saw this, and I was like, you know. Like this sounds like a good vibe. Let me go. Let me go check this out and go and yeah, yeah absolutely changed my life. We were like the un- the underdog improv mm-hmm. improv theater that nobody <laughs> nobody unless you went to UCLA really <laughs> had heard about. But so many wonderful people and successful people and oh, yeah. funny great people come from that theater. So that's how it started. That's how I met JD. That's how I met all of you. And then, like Elizabeth said, I did the pilot. Mm-hmm. The, in 2009, that was that 2009? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the pilot together. Jordan, you did it too, right? Yes. Yeah, we went to Wisconsin. That was great. But then I just thought that was it. I didn't think much past it. I knew JD was going to try to pitch it to places, and I just never really got my hopes up. And then when he started writing it, like Elizabeth said, I helped with the writing process. I was like your guys' admin assistant. That's what my job was. <laughs> I was the one taking notes and I had my little computer while you guys were spitballing uh, stuff. So that's how I helped. But then you're right. At some point I stopped because I was serious about wanting to audition for it, but I didn't have a lot of credits or anything. Um, and so I didn't know. He, he, JD did sort of set me up like, it's a long shot lens. I mean, they want, they might want somebody that the producers and, you know, people at Hulu might want somebody more well-known. And so I had no, I I didn't think I was going to book it at all. So it was a wonderful surprise when it happened. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, And this episode uh, was a lot of fun uh, to, to make. And, uh, and it's been a lot of fun to watch over the years. So if y'all are ready um, and the yeah. audience is ready. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, prepare yourselves for uh, episode three, hold whipped cream in five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Wah. Hulu original. <laughs> they always change that little like pre-opening titles like every few years or so. So this is going to be very dated information here in a little bit. Um, and I, there we go. I have no... You mentioned the paper thing. I didn't even remember that that was in this episode. This is going to be great to see. I haven't watched it for 10 years. Yeah, I I almost wish that I hadn't watched... I did rewatch it a few days ago, this episode. Aww. Because I hadn't watched any of them since they aired, I don't think. Yeah. So. We've had a good mix so far. I feel like we've had at least... And I don't know if this, we haven't... Folks, folks at home, we have not arranged this. This is not... Uh, but every week so far, one person has just watched the episode, and one person has not watched it in years. So I, I like that we're staying Ben's consistent waiting. with it. <laughs> the running gag of Ben waiting well, with the coffee. Uh, yes. um, and this is the part of every episode of Did You Win where we talk about how handsome Jay Hayden is. <laughs> he is ruggedly handsome. But also, can we talk about how handsome Ben is? We have to talk about how handsome Ben I is. Because I love Ben. Ben, Ben is, uh, JD said in our first episode, uh, and I think it's, uh, Ben is best. 
He that is was that was yeah. JD's uh, phrase, and I think it's one hundred percent true. Um, now the comedy show. Ooh, getting into it. Ah, uh, <laughs> Cassidy. Yeah, Molly she was Cassidy. great. Molly Coons is the actress. Yes, she's like killing it now. Yeah. She's, yeah. uh We're uh, we're supposed to you know little preview. She is she's gonna guest with us next week. Oh, nice. Uh, so get to catch up with her because because uh, Cassidy's got a few more moments I think in next episode. But um, yeah, and she was she's so funny. So in this. funny. Yeah. Um, I wish I, w- I I wish she'd stuck around longer. I like I was like especially when she got made my assistant. I was like spoiler alert for home folks at home who haven't seen oh, episode yeah. four yet. I was like that's such a good setup, and then I turned the page and it was like and she quit, and I was like but. <laughs> It's like me, it'd be like me, her, and Allie, like off in our little office combo, like just doing shenanigans. But it's not a very shenanigan heavy. There are hijinks in this show, but there aren't many shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> and when there are, they're done by Jordan. That's true. That's so true. Um, yeah, I, I, I felt like I, I felt like such an outlier, which was kind of perfect because Jordan is the outsider of this group. Um. But uh, that, like, you know, as all the actual, like, drama and stories and then, like, you know, the wonderful love story between, like, Lindsay and Ben. And then there's just kind of Jordan. And thank goodness I have Allie. <laughs> well, if we had done a season two, there mm-hmm. absolutely would have been a Jordan love story. Right, Eliz? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There I mean, were, we I, had... The one that That's we did. the thing about season two. It was almost completely written yeah. when it got and canceled. The, so. And the podcast version that, Jordan, that we did... Uh, that we that we still haven't finished, but that is you. You can go and find it, folks, if you want to listen to yeah uh, the world at large uh, battleground season two. Jordan does have uh, he, he alludes to a girlfriend that uh, he's never met in real life. Yeah, no, I think Jordan did get a girlfriend. Also, I would like to say Lindsay makes a bit about her terrible job of folding pizza boxes at the beginning of the scene. Yes, and that is based on my real life. My first job was working at Papa John's. And I was so terrible at answering phones and taking orders that they just had me fold pizza boxes for my entirety of my shift. <laughs> that's all I did. I just folded pizza boxes. That's such you good. good. And so that's, awesome. that's based on me, Lindsay. That, that's your first really funny. <laughs> Speaking of Jack DeSena. Was it? Re- oh, there he is. And Terry Reeves. Also very pretty people. He is talent. <laughs> he is talent. <laughs> talent. Do you guys remember? I don't know if we should talk about it. They might still be recording music. Megabus and Cherry Pie. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Do you think? At the Badger Bowl. Yes. At, At the, the Badger, Badger Bowl. Bowl. Shout out to Badger Bowl <laughs> in Badger Madison, Bowl. Wisconsin. I loved that place. That was the best. I did too. And there were posters for this these bands that I wish we'd seen. Megabus. Yeah. Right. Oh, so great. And then uh, what yeah. was it? Because it was on the poster. Because it was like Mega Bus Cherry Pie, and then it said was like no passes no underneath. Coupons. No coupons. Yes. No coupons. Coupons. <laughs> <laughs> I the thing that I remember about the Badger Bowl also one I loved it. We had some really fun nights hanging out there. It was right by our set in Madison, yeah. and so we spent a lot of time there. And JD Walsh ate lunch there every <laughs> single day. It was delicious it was though. So good. I the will taco defend burger. him because it was very good. The taco burger was like in. my fa- one of my favorite things in Madison. Like I still miss it. Oh, hold the whipped cream. Hold there the whipped cream. Is. There's hold the, the whipped cream. Oh god! And here's um, my influences are not Dane Cook <laughs> and not <laughs> either Ken Jeong or uh, whoever the guy from Sixteen Candles was, <laughs> making Jordan <laughs> vaguely racist. <laughs> Just vaguely racist. Just a touch. Just just racist enough. Rereading my original script that I gave to JD, which then got changed into this. Yeah. But the way that I wrote you, Uh you were way worse. I believe it. (laughs) I believe it. Like, you were... Like, I was reading my script, like, looking over, I was like, oh, man, I really wrote Jordan saying a lot of, like, sexually inappropriate things. Like, there was a lot more... uh, you were grosser. You were grosser. In my there, there are some. Uh, there's some holdovers later in the season. Some lines that I kind of struggled with because uh, I was just like I, like as an actor and like having built the character and you know uh, I was just kind of like why, like as bad as he is, why would he say these things? 
Um, but I think he wins like enough credit in these like first episodes that then when he gets to those, you're kind of like, you know, oh, that's not real. Like he's doing this to impress somebody. Like he's de- like, this is a faint. He's <laughs> Jordan's just always trying to like fit in and th- like he thinks he's the big dog, but he also wants everyone else to like Ella and Charlotte. Yeah. <gasps> is this the first oh time we my. see JD's real mm-hmm. life kids? God. Yes. So the, for those of you watching, those two little girls are J.D. Walsh's real life little girls. Those are his kids. Who are now grown ass women, basically. Jeez. Ella's yeah. 16. Oh, my God. That still blows and they're my just mind. the best. They're, they're such so sweet girls. Wonderful. Total darling. Then and now. Now they're amazing yeah. girls. But And there was another one. Quinn, his little boy, was mm-hmm. turned one while we filmed this. Do you guys yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. He had his first birthday. <laughs> Uh, and, and Kelly this O'Sullivan, is, this yes. actress, Kelly O'Sullivan, who is also brilliant and is also doing really well. Um, She's so good. Like, I had no scenes with her and didn't really get to interact. <laughs> so, like, I barely got to interact with her, like, behind the scenes. But, like, just kind of watching off from the side, mm-hmm. I thought she was so good. This she scene, was a Chicago actress. We cast her in Chicago. And we cast her while we, I mean... We went into the casting session while we were still filming or right before filming. Like, mm-hmm. we saw her in Chicago at an audition because we had not cast all the parts. Like, there were certain parts that we cast out of L.A. And then there were other parts that we had to cast in Chicago. So mm-hmm. we cast Megan, who played Samuels out of Chicago. I mean, she we cast her and then it was like almost immediate. She had to come to to Wisconsin and start filming. And it was the same with uh, Kelly. But she was brilliant. And she auditioned for... Uh, this part, and I believe she also auditioned for um, the part of Ben's sister, and then my eventual mm. part uh, also, because we had not cast any of those parts. Hmm. The Gretchen Cowler part that I ended up playing. But this part was the meatiest. It required a brilliant actress, yeah. and she really was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And she has to, I feel like, navigate such uh, such a fine like because like you have to see that that like love between them mm-hmm. that was there, and then like you know this scene is so tender, but then we'll get to it at the the end of the episode, just like the intensity, but like she has to go on this journey where like she's always kind of it's this like ebb and flow of forgiving tech, and then like mm-hmm. asserting herself and being like, no, like I, you have to prioritize us. Yeah. And she makes it believable like that. And she makes that relationship. I mean, they clearly don't make the relationship, you know, work the characters, but like as performers, they just connect so well. <laughs> we don't have a dog. Um, <sighs> time zone. <laughs> but yeah, she was so good. This was a part that was, it was, it was difficult because it's not a, there's not a whole lot of comedic elements to the part of Tack's wife. It right. really is drama. And mm-hmm. Tack, even though and he's definitely not a good husband, no. uh, right. <laughs> he's so charming. Like, both Tack and Jay are incredibly charming and likable. And so mm-hmm. I know when we were auditioning actors, it was hard because we needed to find somebody who was who could walk that line and not come off just as being like the nagging wife sort of, yeah. you know, because we knew they had to go up against Jay who is so likable. Yeah. And she was just, she was just brilliant. She was, she oh, was yeah. great. She's absolutely fantastic. Um, Lindsay, I want to uh, jump back a couple of scenes real quick to uh, our, our oh. confrontation over the flyers, the beginning you of the, uh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. A thousand flyers to a comedy show. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I remember, and there's a little bit of it in the blooper reel, but for the, uh, for the final, for the unusable take, JD's wonderful gift to us as actors, his unusable take at the end oh, of every series. The best. Um, you went on this whole riff about how you were going to, uh, if you turned around and I was still there, you're going to punch me in the face. <gasps> oh, I was so mad. I know. I, Lindsay got so mad. It was in so that blooper. Good. And I was, was sitting great. there and like as both as a performer and as Jordan, I was like, you know, is she really going to punch me in the face? Yeah, I totally would have. And like, yeah, and Ben had to hold you back. And I was just like, stand here and take it. Get it on camera. It's like, let's let's get it. Let her punch me. Just take the hit. Because I wa- like I wanted him to get punched in the face. That was a punch worthy offense, in my opinion. Like, 
And I was like, I trust Lindsay. I trust Lindsay. If she wants to punch me in this moment, that is Lindsay's moment to punch me. Like, I can take a punch. That'll be fine. I don't think she's wearing rings. This will be fine. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So good. Terry. Um, I love this. This, like, she's just a consummate professional and it's just like, this is a great move for my career. And, and you have to like, and you start, you question yourself with tech. Like, is this, is he really looking out for her or is this him? Like, especially with what happens later next episode, like were there more personal reasons for kind of blocking that? Oh yeah. Was that next episode, the episode where they, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give anything away. Yeah. You know, he had like 101 or two fever the day they did that. <laughs> Do you guys yeah, know that's that? right. He was like super sick. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It might have even been higher than 102. I remember. Yeah. He, yeah, he had <laughs> Jordan. that whole, okay. So the whole lanyard wearing it backwards thing was like, I, I moved it out of the way because it kept brushing against the desk in between shots. And so like I pushed it back there and then we started filming and I forgot to put it back in the first shot. And then uh, um, uh, Betsy, our uh, script supervisor, was just like, you have to keep it there as a continuity thing for now. Like, that's how you have to wear it. <laughs> and it's like, every time I watch it, I'm just like, that's such a weird choice. Why did I? Oh, right. Because I forgot to put it back. Because you did it. <laughs> I love this, her whole I owe you here thing. <laughs> Thank you. Doctor Who's on first. That was an ad lib. So this is going to be like my checklist running through. Because we get previews of Jordan's routine. Through the whole episode before we actually see it. But like, there were jokes that were written into the script from his routine. And then there were bits where JD was just like, make up a joke that Jordan would write. (laughs) And like, every time I watch it, like, I I still have to go through and hunt through and be like, that was a joke in the script. That was one I wrote. That was one in the script. And I remember Doctor Who's on first. That was one of mine. I do remember that. Oh, core boy. Core boy. Only a voice that, like, it amazed me rewatching it this most recent time. Like, he is a presence so much throughout the series. Yeah, the whole thing. But, like, he's, but he's in it so sporadically. Like, but, like, Core Boy, and that's like the power, I think that's the power of that kind of, pre- and also <gasps> just the power of the, ooh, the flash drive. Is this our montage? Is yes. This when we all would sing, we need a motherfucking montage. <laughs> yeah, babe. You know, one of the things about the character of Corboy that, you know, we wrote the second season of Battleground, but, and then we did the podcast and JD went through and he rewrote it for in podcast form. One of the things that got scrapped that was a part of the season two story was that um, my character, Gretchen Cowler and Corboy were mm-hmm. going to work on a campaign together that season Ooh. and that he would, that my character and, and Cole would break up had been together but then would break up and that core boy would mess with him by saying that he was uh sleeping with me and that because we were working together and i was so excited to like work with core boy more yeah in that second season and all that got scrapped even for the podcast because it just didn't make sense like my whole character just went away for the podcast but um but then you wound up yeah. playing another character for the podcast in the podcast i did yeah. i did the voice of another character but but there Dance. would have been even more Core Boy season two, which is always a good thing. Gantz gets a mention. Yeah, Mike Gantz. Gantz. Reference to Mike Gantz, who was Another in the spec pilot, who was like Jordan's sidekick in the in I the spec pilot, and we put this uh, little reference, this little nod to uh, to Gantz pants, uh, who's so funny, and did like when we were doing the spec, he did an impression of me to JD, and like. Went up to him on set, impersonate like behind him impersonating me, and JD did not know it was Gantz. Like had his back to him and like thought it was me the whole time. <laughs> um, I loved shooting this montage. Yeah, it was fun. Just because we would just do, they would like you know, JD would feed us a quick line and then he'd be like, "Okay, now make it your own. Now do one of your own. Okay, now say this. Now do it." And it was just like so. I think that was a me. I think, because I can't imagine anyone else. So the only clue that we had to the comedy was that Jordan's <laughs> jokes were all about uh, comic books and food. So every joke that I had to uh, write for it was in that vein. Do you, Lindsay, do you remember 
this bell. Yeah. When I broke the bell. <laughs> no, I this, mean vaguely, but this, why? Were you just so excited? Yeah, this running thing of everyone going through and ringing the bell. We just did a series where like yeah. everyone who was in, you know, actors and extra and background actors um, would just like line go up and be it. like, okay, go and ring the bell. Okay, now go and ring the bell. And I was like fourth or fifth in the line. And like I run up and I was like, Jordan would just like, you know, want to just ring the bell. And so I run up and grab the stopper and just ripped it. Straight off the, <laughs> straight off of it, and there was still Such like they hadn't got, yeah. and they had like we had to stop for like a half hour while they fixed the bell because everyone else still had to read. They still wanted to get shots of everyone else because I was so early in the process. They were like, "No, we still need to get everyone else." So, and I was just sitting in a corner, just with my head in my hands, just. Oh. Uh, we never. Nobody knew. Nobody oh, I know. Knows. Oh, it's so flawless, but that's why Jordan. Never appears ringing the bell because then they wouldn't let me do it again. I have a little tidbit about Lindsay that I think is that people might be interested to know. Please do share. Uh, so when casting, obviously JD and I wanted Lindsay to be cast as this part as Tasha slash Lindsay, mm-hmm. but we were worried, and I Lindsay will remember this. We were a little bit worried that she was too attractive, <laughs> and so we Christ. made Lindsay audition. <laughs> For this part. And we told her to audition without wearing any makeup. <laughs> and she did. And I did it. And then, so I it showed up didn't make a difference because she's so beautiful. No. Well, it did. Because I showed up in a Transformers t-shirt. My husband's Transformers t-shirt and pants or jeans. No makeup. And then uh, I talked to JD afterwards and he goes, okay, you could wear a little makeup for the callback. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Because I don't think anybody realizes that even no makeup, like, yeah. Anyways, um, I was, we were talking, I was talking to JD in the first episode, um, and Ben and I were reminiscing. Did you, Mama did Sita? you get coached before your audition, Lindsay? Coached? We, so Ben and I, and Elizabeth may remember this, but like, before my audition, JD and Elizabeth had me meet with them like an hour and a half beforehand outside of a Ralph's near the, I remember uh, the that. near where they were uh, holding the auditions and like coached me. They were like, oh. okay. So like they took me through like each all the sides that I was going to be reading and like went ahead and gave me like, you know, notes and kind of direction for that before I went in. And then I walked into the room and JD act like he hadn't seen me in two years. Um, it was the funniest thing in the world to me, but you know, JD and I had, and JD especially had a lot of, had a lot of say as the creator of the show, but he didn't have final say on any casting. We did not have final say. Like we had to convince Hulu. And so of course we knew that we wanted you guys cast in these parts and Ben, you know, but we didn't, there was no guarantee. And so we did what we we could, and we coached. There were some other characters, people that we wanted to be in the show that we coached as well, who didn't, who who would not agree. Yeah. So, but. Um, Lindsay, did you? <laughs> uh, I, I talked to Ben a little bit about this in the first episode, but did you get to meet any of the other people who were auditioning for your role, other than Elizabeth, yeah, I obviously? Did. Yeah, there were two other girls in the... Was that at the callback? There were two other girls. There were a lot of people at the first call, I think. But um, yeah, I remember the two other people that were there for the callback. We were all very different. And so I was like, okay, well, that's nice. At least it's not the same same type. Yeah. Um, I don't remember doing anything ahead of time. Although, fun fact, Ben, for his audition, stayed at my house because he didn't live in town. So mm-hmm. he came down to my house and spent the night with me. Did he tell you that? No, no, think, no, no. I don't even know if he remembers. He spent the night at my apartment, and then we drove to our our auditions together. I think we had them on the same day. It was either the callback. Is it the callback that it was the same day? I don't remember, but it was so cute because I so wanted us both to book it, and mm. we gave each other a pep talk in the car <laughs> before we went and did it. It was very, I don't even know if Ben remembers that, but it was very sweet. He didn't mention it, but I'm sure that he would like. I even if he didn't, he would be like he would apologize profusely to you first of all if he didn't remember <laughs> it, and say like you know and offer to stay with you again so that you could recreate the moment, so that he would remember it as well, uh, <laughs> yeah. because that's how good he is. This yeah, is this is such a heart wrenching scene. 
Mm-hmm. That that's the one I think. Both reading it in the script and Ugh. watching it, that I was like, this show is going to be something different and special. That it can be mm-hmm. that you can go from just like the goofy stand up stuff that you know is a running joke uh, throughout the whole episode, and just immediately pivot. Well, first pivot into such a sweet moment between Lindsay and Ben. Um, oh, is this the first? I think this might be the first uh, post credit scene that we had. Mm. Oh, the, you know uh, what? The- I missed this because I had autoplay on when I watched it before and it skipped this. Oh, man. I don't. I, I didn't this see this when I rewatched it. This is the maker's <laughs> ad. This is the. Yeah. That, uh, that KJ had made. Uh, yeah, this took me so by surprise the first time watching the series when it first aired because I had no idea that we were doing any of these, anything like this. And so I always made sure to sit through all the... I mean, I sat through the credits anyway uh, every week just to see my friends' names. Um, Because <laughs> uh, yeah. even at that point, you know, I hadn't... You know, it, it had been like two months since I'd seen uh, at least the crew, a lot of the Madison people. I mean, I saw y'all in, I guess, the January... Because we wrapped in December of 2011. Mm-hmm. And then we came back... I came back to LA. Y'all were also living in California. Or, you know, Ben was out of the city. But when we did the the TCA, so I got mm-hmm. to see y'all for uh, there in January. But you know, so much of the crew, I was just sitting there and like you know, every every single episode watching this when it first aired, even just from those two months was such a great time capsule enough to be able to go back you know ten years later and it's still. I know, and I remember when it came out, like all my family, everybody was like, "Wait, how do I watch it?" And I had to do the thing of where <laughs> what I is Hulu? It's on Hulu. It's online, and nobody understood it. And now it's mm-hmm. like you know, obviously everybody knows. It was you know the the landscape was so different. I remember having conversations with y'all, you know, both you know at the Badger Bowl or hanging out at like a at, at Eno Vino uh, over by the extended. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Still, <laughs> if that's if that place is still around. If you're in Madison, go to Inovino. They have yes. the best green beans you'll ever have. Oh yes. my god! And I stole a wine decanter from there. Remember, That's Elizabeth? Right. I stole you. I stole you one too. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first place I ever had uh, fondue. Oh, because we would always just like, or I mean, it was like it was this like appetizer bar, and you would just get like like green beans and fries and fondue, and we would go like if we weren't. If we were on set and wrapped up and we wanted to hang out, we would go to the Badger Bowl. If you were at the hotel and you wanted to hang out, we would all go to Inovino. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had some rental cars, but we all like, it was like all like two or three people <laughs> yeah. to a rental car. Jordan and I shared. Did you? No, Allie and I, Allie and I shared ours. Oh, did I, I share think, with Ben then? Probably. I think you shared with Ben. Yeah. Which makes the most sense. Oh yeah, sense. PT yeah. Cruiser. Yeah. yeah. We had a little like mini coupe thing or something. It was... It was it was basically a blue version of like the red thing that Jordan actually drives in the series that we see in like mm. two shots, um, which was how I knew I could drive it because I was so nervous about driving a, a car on set for shots. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, why were you nervous? Well, one like driving in Madison was like so different because I was just like, especially like when it would snow because I you know I'm from Texas like. Oh, yeah. You know, we, it snows very, you know, this, this past February, <laughs> the ninth anniversary of uh, Battleground here in Texas was marked with a huge flash freeze. Everything just froze over here. And we were all, it was like a snow apocalypse. We were all snowed in because no one was prepared for it. And our power grid was just completely yeah. shut down. Uh, yeah. So before, <laughs> before this turns it, before this show about a political show turns into a political show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were, oh God, I love Eno Vino so much and just hanging out with y'all and so many of like just great conversations we, we got to have there, um, after the show. Um, but I remember, uh, yeah, talking about, um, you know, who was coming in and who'd got, who'd got cast in roles in the first few weeks. And then we'd go and, you know, kind of talk about the, the shots we'd seen. And, um, mm-hmm. it was, it, it was just a great, like unwind place, um, at the end of the day. You know, um, and I love that. I love that we had like so many haunts by the end. You know, we were there for two months and we, we frequented so many places. Oh, yeah. And the um, the the place we all worked out at. Remember, we got like a pass from from the. Oh, my gosh. Where did we stay? Extended, it was the stay. extended stay America. Yeah. 
And they gave us a pass to a gym like a mile down the road. So we all would jog down there or drive down there and work out. That's the first time that Terry put me in a jujitsu move. And she's like, you want to roll? You want to roll with me, Lindsay? And I was, I said, sure. And then she proceeded to kick my ass on a mat and just like kept spinning me on the ground. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> it was actually very fun. Terry uh, hasn't been on yet. Uh, we'll talk more to her about it when she gets, but uh, yeah, she's, she's a jujitsu like master. She's a black yeah. belt. And she's amazing. And I didn't know that when I first came in. And like, you know, so all of my lines in the show about, you know, being about Tukong Musul and, you know, being (laughs) Jordan being a martial arts master, which was what I studied as a kid and trained it, but like hadn't done for years. And, you know, I kind of would, and she'd ask me a little bit about it. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, I trained for a while, you know, just sitting there, you know, cocky. It's like, oh, I'm going to talk about martial arts. And then, you know, she would actually be, it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, you can do that with an armbar and like grab me and be, and I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> this is amazing, and I I want to spar with you, but I also know that I would die. Uh, like you, would, you would absolutely kill me. Um, I don't think I went to the gym with y'all. I don't think I went to that gym. Like, I also never went to the gym with y'all. <laughs> I know, I know that Jay. We talked a little bit to Ben about it, but you know that Ben, Ben and Jay would like that Jay would take Ben running to the gym to work out and would uh-huh. be like his his workout partner and his uh, spotting buddy. Uh, but I don't think I went and like I. There was a certain amount of, I think, for the character, because I was already friends with a few of y'all going into it, with you and Ben, um, and Elizabeth, of course, you know, but um, because Jordan was so much of an outsider, I kind of, like, imposed a little bit of distance, I think. Sometimes, like, when y'all would go, like, I only went to Ho-Chunk with y'all the one time. Oh, God, Ho-Chunk Casino! Yes! And uh, I want to talk to you, in particular, Lindsay, this time, about uh, the, uh, the Lambeau Field experience. Oh God! Well, you could you could watch it. You could Google <laughs> Lindsay's first Packer game. It's on YouTube. Made the paper. Um, that was life changing. I'd been to Lambeau Field. I'm a diehard Packer fan since I was a, a girl. My dad was a diehard Packer fan, and then on my mom's side, my family that married into my mom's side, like my aunt's husband, is from Green Bay. So I had it on both sides of my family. And I knew when I booked this, I was like, I'm going to a Packer game. I'd been to Lambeau as a kid in the summertime and took a tour when I went to visit family but I'd never been to a game and I got tickets. I spent a lot of money. <laughs> so I was like, if I'm going, I'm going to have good seats. And they were on the 50 yard line on the home field side, like 10 rows up. And I brought my best friend from school growing up, Beth McKinnon. She drove up to Madison. I don't even know if, do you guys remember that? I brought her to set one day, I think, but she drove up cause it was over. It was in December. It was right after we, right at the end of filming. Yeah. Um, and so we carpooled, me, Beth, Jack, and Corboy? Corboy, mm-hmm. I think. It was four of us. And we tailgated and <laughs> had a great time because <laughs> Packer fans are better than any other fans in the whole wide world. And they know how to have a good time. Uh, and then we went into the, the stadium and I just started weeping. Like I couldn't keep it together, even though in the video I'm saying, I'm good, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm, I'm good, as I'm just bawling and seeing all the names of the players that have been retired. and Yeah, and they won. They played the Raiders. It was life-changing. And uh, I remember not uh, getting to go, but y'all came back, and just hearing about it was amazing. <laughs> but then getting to see the video of your actual re- response <laughs> was incredible yeah. as well. I'm very happy my friend decided to film that, because I will... It's fun. It's fun to be able to see like a life altering experience for you, even though I know it's, I say this and Elizabeth's probably like, oh my God. Cause Elizabeth doesn't like, she thinks, I don't know. I shouldn't speak for you. She thinks people who love sports are like kind of crazy <laughs> and there is a level of crazy to it for sure. I don't think you're crazy. I, I mean, there's a lot of people who feel passionately about sports. I'm just not one That's of true. them. So it's hard for me to <laughs> understand that level of passion for sports, but no, I, I, I love that video. That was, it was awesome that you got to do that. I know. I don't think you're crazy. Thanks. I, I, I would say if you were like teenage Elizabeth and it was a stadium full of Elijah Woods, you'd have <laughs> the same reaction. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. Fair. Um, well, we know that, uh, that the Packers won that day and, uh, and go pack. But, uh, Lindsay, uh, I'm going to kick it to you first. The, uh, the question of the show, Lindsay Payne, did you win? Did I win? I feel like if I say I'm winning, I sound like Charlie Sheen. Like, is, <laughs> can't, anybody, 
you're not supposed to say that anymore. Um, did I win? Yeah, I think we all did. We all, there's a connection from this whole group of people that has stuck around for 10 years. I not only got to work, be in Wisconsin with one of my best friends in the entire world, Elizabeth Triplett, and share that experience with her. And together, I mean, that experience also pushed our friendship even further than it already was at the time. So that was very special to me. Um, but also I've found great, amazing friendships with Terry and Allison. We Zoom once every couple weeks still to this day. Um, we have kept in touch and I also consider them to my very, very best friends in the whole world. I love them. I love them so much. So, um, beyond, so that in and of itself, like, yeah, I won. I got great friendships and we've all stayed in contact and been, he and I have this like weird, uh, not weird, amazing connection from the show. And there's this one time, I mean, I'm sure I'll talk about it when, if I get to do this with him, but there's this one time we were walking back from the, uh, from the gym and we were just so happy being there. We were so happy. I felt so lucky to be involved in this wonderful project that everyone believed in so much. And we all knew it was really great and mm -hmm. well-made. Like it was different. And we were walking back to the hotel and we looked at each other and he was like, how lucky are we? And I said, I know, Ben, <laughs> like, even if this goes nowhere and we don't do anything after this, which spoiler, spoiler alert, we didn't get a season two or we did and then it got canceled. We were just like, this is, I'm so happy that I got to experience this with you. And he and I, like a month ago, just texted and remembered that, that time. So I have just wonderful special memories from it. But yes, I feel like I won after we did Battleground. Um, it, I got, and I got, I did a movie that came from one of the producers and then some other stuff. And then I made a couple of children, which is also <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. It scores a couple and, of points on the scoreboard, um, on the winning scoreboard. I think. Scores a couple. So personally, yes, I had some babies. Um, professionally, man, I mean, I do wish this show had continued, but we, I feel like we just got in too early. Like if mm. it had gotten on Hulu three years later, I feel yeah. like it would be a totally, we're, we'd be talking about something totally different. Um, and, but yes, we had a couple babies. My husband and I ended up moving our family back to Kansas. However, and so I kind of thought that I would be, I didn't think I'd be done creating. I just, it was right before, it was in 2018 when we moved back here. Um, but all my family's here, so it made perfect sense to raise our kids here. And we have not regretted that a bit. However, I did think like, oh, it's going to be kind of hard to continue acting or doing being creative in some way. But I found some theater here in Kansas that has been very fun. Um, and then at the um, prompt of J.D. or uh, his rec what, what's recommendation, he just basically said, hey, he knew I loved Dolly Parton. And he said, you should do a one-woman Dolly Parton show. And he told me that in 2019. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I would love to do that. Sure. Maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> and then... Uh, COVID happened <laughs> and right. everything sort of stopped. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to try to do that. And so for the past year and a half, almost two years, I have been writing and creating a one woman Dolly Parton show. And JD, JD Walsh from Battleground is the director of the show. And I, I wrote it and well, we co-wrote it together. Basically, I wrote it and he rewrote and punched it up. And so we're, we co-wrote it. So um yeah, I feel I feel very thankful and blessed that that's happening. And then who knows, maybe maybe we'll take it to LA next year. But yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. And I totally feel like we won from this experience because we all have amazing friendships and we're part of something that what I'm very 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 proud of. So yeah, I guess I guess I won. I don't know, or I'm winning. <laughs> That's great. Hashtag tiger blood. Isn't that <laughs> <laughs> Something, yeah. Something. Uh, Elizabeth Triplett, <laughs> did you win? Um, yeah. I still look back at shooting Battleground as the best job I've ever had in my life. Um, mm. In fact, <laughs> the fact that it was my first writing job sort of, uh, it, it, in some ways it was, it was bad because I – you know, moving forward, nothing was ever going to beat this, you know, mm -hmm. getting to write and produce uh, with one of my 
you know, with a lot of my close friends and my, one of my best friends, Lindsay, but also JD is a very close friend of mine. And, um, you know, getting to work on this with him, it, it's a little bit, it's like, it's, a, it's never, I'm never going to top this experience, you know, mm-hmm. of getting to work with all these people that I admire and love so much. And, and a lot of whom I already was good friends with. And then also just this, the, the project itself, which I felt very passionate. I mean, obviously this was JD's brainchild and his baby, but I worked on it for so long that it really felt like mine too. Mm. You know, uh, I just loved it so much and, and, and still do. And so, so yes, getting to do this battleground, the fact that it happened is, is awesome. And it definitely feels like a win. Like Lindsay said, do I wish we could have gotten a second season? Absolutely. I wish that that had happened, but you know, I wouldn't change the experience of, of getting to do this first season. It was, it was incredibly uh, impactful. And it was also, to be honest though, it was, I was on call 24 (laughs) seven for over a year of my life. You know, I mean, you guys came and, you know, you had to take some time to audition and we, you know, we shot for a couple, couple of months, two or three months. But, you know, I went all of a sudden done from me starting to write it to because I was also in all the editing sessions mm-hmm. and then moving into the second season, too. I mean, that was way over over a year of my life. And I do remember fi- when I found out that that season two had been canceled, I was incredibly disappointed. But there was also a moment of like, oh, OK, well, I can breathe for a second, you know, because it, it took it was so time consuming. Um, and so I'm really happy that it happened when it did because, uh, you know, the uh, other project, the only other project in my life that I'd say, uh, tops it is the project of creating my two kids. <laughs> and so it is funny. I think now I'm like, I could never do this. Like that, what I did working on this show, I could never do it now, not being a mom, you know? So I'm happy that it happened to me at a point in my life where I could take it on mentally and, uh, really just give my whole self to it. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And, you know, I'm still in L.A. Well, now I'm on the outskirts of L.A. because we moved to the suburbs because, you know, kids. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still pursuing acting and um, and writing to some degree. My husband and I, you know, several years ago also made a series of BuzzFeed videos that were very successful and. Uh, we had a great amazingly time Amazingly hilarious that, so. and wonderful, and I miss them very much. Just go back and watch them <laughs> sometimes. A weird couple. And, you know, so I've been blessed that I've gotten to work on the things that I've worked on in my life have been very personal, and I've made them with people that I love. Uh, and so that feels like a win to me for sure. And just if it makes the, uh, the, the 24-7 being on call all the time, I remember on set, like, you were – such a wonderful, like, you know, even beyond just like the professional capacity and being a wonderful friend, like there was just this wonderful sense of you were like the mama bear. And like the, (laughs) at the same time, also like the, like the cool older sister who was like always like looking out for us. And just like anytime I was like second guessing myself or felt, you know, like down a little bit, um, it, it seemed like, you know, within a few minutes, like, you know, Oh, there's Elizabeth having a wonderful conversation with me and just like, you know, kind of and telling me exactly what I need to hear. And, uh, and kind of like keeping like keeping our ears because, so, you know, JD was having to deal with all of his stuff. And so like you would come and kind of tell us the information we needed to know, <laughs> like over the course of the process. And uh, and I think having that uh, that presence um, and that kind of guide uh, through everything. That's that's how I remember so much of it is just like, you know, I remember, you know, like JD, like forging ahead and you know just being like you know come on we're we're gonna take that hill (laughs) and you being there just was like okay all right now watch your step okay everything's gonna be fine you're coming along here and everything's (laughs) great and and you have to have both and i think that's what made the process so wonderful for me um was having both of those elements and and you kind of and were such a big and integral part of that um so i appreciated the many many hats that you were wearing well, um, and the one today. And the I one today. Oh, thank you. It's a My wonderful hat. It's, yeah. No one will know what we're talking about, <laughs> but it's no like Carmen San Diego for those of you but out there listening. Know. It's my Carmen San Diego hat. There it's you go. Totally that's, a, that's, like that's perfect. Awesome. That's a perfect description. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you both uh, so much uh, for joining us on this podcast today uh, uh, for this episode. It was so good catching up with y'all. I miss y'all so much. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this was fun. It was so good to see your face, Jordan, and chit chat um, with you. And I hope everyone at home, you're excited 
to join us next week uh, and uh, for the next several weeks uh, for more uh, Battleground Retrospective. And uh, remember uh, to look at the chandeliers and we'll talk at y'all soon. Since recording this episode, Lindsay has debuted her one-woman Dolly Parton show, fittingly titled Dolly, in her hometown of Hutchinson, Kansas, as well as on the West Coast in Las Vegas, where she and JD are hoping to bring it back for a future run. If you'd like to follow Lindsay on Instagram for future show details or just you know, see how her life's going, you can find her at Lindsay underscore Payne. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram for pictures of new comics and pre-show selfies, you can find me at Rev Jordan T. Maxwell. Did You Win? A Battleground Retrospective is a Voxwell production created by Jordan T. Maxwell and Cindy Page. Audio production, design, and editing by Cindy Page. With additional audio engineering by Awayward. Original music composed and recorded by Awayward. Logo and graphic design by Danielle Deverona. Follow us on Instagram at Boxwell Productions or email us at boxwellproductions at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I love Dolly Parton. Like, I grew up listening. She's the best because she's an earth angel and none of us deserve her. That's how I feel about Dolly Parton.